Hey, I'm JR. And I'm Mike from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast. Welcome to season three of the pod, where we'll continue exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer. And Lots beer. of beer. Lots of beer, JR. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to 18 Over Par with Mike and JR, proudly presented by Bryce Matlashewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. I'm JR, he's Mike, and today we're back with a very special episode as our PGA Tour and Live Golf correspondent, Adam A. Walk Walker, returns to give us his picks for the 151st Open Championship at Royal Liverpool, the last major of the year. He's back. He's back again. Tell a friend. Thanks so much uh, again for joining us. It is our last special episode because it's the last major of the season. As uh, it's hard to believe that it is the last major. We're, you know, already halfway through July here and we're trying to golf as much as possible. And uh, the pros, well, they're getting it in too, so we got our picks coming the way. But also, we want to give a, a shout out there to. Well, first we'll give it to Mike. So Mike, <laughs> on his betting app, didn't realize that he put money on Brooks Kepka to win the PGA Championship. You didn't realize it until you went to bet on the U.S. Open. Yes, that's true. It was a, a pleasant surprise when I when I logged into my Cool Bets login uh i saw that i had a lot more money there than i usually do and then well i don't think i deposited this uh <laughs> which is usually how the money gets in there but i, I look back at the history and it looks like i bet on kepka to win the pga championship uh so that was awesome and then uh and then for the u.s open uh you know loved ricky and then uh put a lot of money on ricky and uh and, and that didn't really go my way but uh but that's too bad but adam had a, a great call out for the u.s open pick there yeah the long shot Wyndham clark he was i think your number one long shot that you came up and he was a he was a doozy and you had the laser eyes on it and you picked that one so that's uh that's been a pretty incredible year so what was it about Wyndham clark just thought it because he smashed the ball so you're like yeah this seems like a good one yeah well definitely the the Looked like someone who could hit it far was going to play well at the U.S. Open there, and and he had he had won a couple weeks before at the Wells Fargo, and his short game was coming around too, right? So he wasn't just blasting it; he also like he had a like as we saw in the U.S. Open, like a really really nice game around the greens, and uh, yeah, it all just came together. That's a nice that was a nice pick. Too bad you, you should have rolled all that Kepka money on to on to win the Clark. Yeah, you're rich; you can retire now. I should have. Well, I. Only- only bet on Ricky, you know, the day before it was like going into the fourth round and 
I probably, I mean, Wyndham probably still had, you know, not as good of odds, but uh, I could have at least made some yeah. money. But would have been paying something. Yeah, yeah. Usually, my I got one dollar, so that's my. I don't want to <laughs> risk. I don't want to risk too much. That must be why you forget about it after you do it. It's only one dollar. <laughs> I, I bet on six different guys. Uh, yeah, one dollar each. Hey, well, that's all right, too. It's kind of like pools, right? If you're in an office pool or, you know, daily fantasy pool, whatever it might be, you got to pick a, a bunch of guys. So mm-hmm. might as well sprinkle around that cheddar if uh, you got it, especially if you're only mm-hmm. putting loonies or toonies down. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And, and before we jumped into uh, our open championship picks here, uh, as well as some Toronto-related stories, I thought something was really cool. I was listening to some of the, the past episodes, and it was Robbie Mack. I'm pretty sure it was Robbie Mack where he mentioned, you know, a lot of guys make a career off a few weeks. So if you find someone who is having a hot few weeks, a la Wyndham Clark, Ricky Fowler is maybe one of those guys right now that you want to look at of having those, you know, hot past few weeks. I mean, then you have the, you know, the the regular guys that, uh, you know, the favorites who have hot careers who can sustain it over, you know, 10, 12, 15 years. Uh, but nonetheless, Hey, that could be a, a good pick too. So we'll we'll jump into some of those. But I know Mike, uh, I was away in Tirana. I went to go check out Modern Golf Stuart Bannatine. He was on episode fifteen of this past season, and from from Manitoba, from Winnipeg. All of us here are Bruce Barons and Stu Bannatine, also a Bruce Barron. What are they now, Mike? I like a oh, Bruce I, something or others. So a lot better name than they 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 are now, or they were. Uh, the like, beasts. I don't know what they were. I thought there were maybe some sort of cat. Barons was great. They had the guy flying the plane on the wall. That was a that was yeah. a prime yeah. logo. <laughs> were they the? Um, Think of all the money they had to spend changing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they were the laser cats or something. I don't know. But anyways, bear cats. Yeah, that's what I think of what it was. Yes. Bear cats. The Bruce Bear cats. Well, I'm a I'm a sucker for Bruce Barons. Yeah, I like Bruce Barons. Bring it back. <laughs> Mike's got to find some Bruce Barons merch. He's yeah. like, oh, I don't yeah. get all the retro stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I do have a I do have a jersey, uh, a t-shirt jersey from Heritage Middle School. A jersey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Heritage Middle School. Heritage uh, Elementary School. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's. Uh, anyways, let's get dialed yeah, in here. Yeah, on. Wait. Jr. was in the the big smoke. Is that what they call? Yeah, T-dot? yeah, they're calling it uh, the big the big smoke. T dot, whatever you want. I don't know if the locals call it that. Although it doesn't seem like too many people are, are local there. They just end up in Toronto because having been there and gone through the traffic and seeing the mess of the TTC, which is the transit system there, I don't want to mm. go back. Don't want to go back. It was a fucking aren't nightmare. They, aren't they closing Queen Street for like three years or something? Uh, there was there was already closed. Like you can't drive yeah. down it. I think it's either Queen or King, and only the streetcars go up and down it. But even then, like it was a mess, and they're worried about violence on the on the transit. So like they're not like no one's taking it. So of course everyone's in their cars, mm-hmm. and it's already congested city. There's a bunch of construction going on. So you think we got construction and traffic problems here? Spend a week in Toronto. And you come back and you, we can have a conversation. But we went there for uh, Beyonce, met some uh, family there. In-laws, Danger Dave from Breezy Bend. Uh, him and my mother-in-law, Carol Ann, they uh, are, well, that's where they met. They met in Toronto. 
And so they, they knew their way around. They didn't have to use any apps or GPS to get around. Although the Waze app I found is key there with all the construction and uh, traffic to, to help you get around. But it was a good time. Family had a good time. Went to see Beyonce. Uh, that was a wild show to say the least. I was probably one of a handful of white straight men there. Uh, it was uh, it was incredible to see that uh, like people got decked out in outfits. Wow. Um, there was a lot of skin. Saw uh, saw some lo- lot of breasts, a lot of nipples. Wow! Both, both male and female, or they's whatever. It was, it was yeah. It was a wild wild show. I think my wife put it best. It was like going to it was like going to a club with forty thousand people, and Beyonce just happened to be performing. Like everyone was into it. We had people like shaking their ass. We had twerking. We had like some guy was literally like making out with his seat almost like he was grinding his seat. And it was, it was a wild time. Although, so the only other, the only other white straight male who I saw was sitting in front of me and I could relate to him like, Oh yeah, I, I feel like this guy He was watching baseball highlights before Beyonce came on on his phone. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome that's good i didn't know what he was getting into either <laughs> yeah. yeah he was sipping the red wine out of the tiny bottles all night so that was uh that was pretty funny to see but uh, it was a great show she's a great performer um it was yeah just just an interesting thing to see i don't think very i'll ever cool. see that again yeah it was uh it was very cool she's one of the you know top artists in the world and it was pretty cool to see to see yeah. her uh live she's very tiny i didn't realize how tiny she is because mm. she seemed like so small, especially, well, it was yeah. at Rogers Center, so everything's going to seem small from wherever you're sitting. We still had decent seats, but uh, yeah, it was wild night, wild night. But before that, I know we wanted to talk about uh, home invasion, so going back to Toronto and just how wild it is. The first night that we went there, we got in late, so I put my daughter to bed, and then we walked to Shoppers Drug Mart, which is about a 10-minute walk, and I had some guy come up to us, some street guy. And he asked, asked him for directions. I'm like, I don't know where that is. And he's like, how come you don't know where that is? I'm like, well, you don't know where it is. Like, you're the one asking me. Like, I don't know. I'm not from here. So I just kept on walking. So that was kind of the telltale sign that it was going to be a bumpy few days. And then the next morning, we went out for a little walk. Come back, 10 a.m. Right on the corner of the street where we're staying. We were staying at an Airbnb. Right on the corner there, there was a guy smoking crack. So Britt was like, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's a crack pipe. 10 a.m. in the morning on Queen Street East, smoking crack. Wow. Yeah. And you, you knew it was crack? Are you? Uh... Uh, I just happen to know it from, yes, from certain people that I've crossed paths with in my life <laughs> or from watching TV or TV shows or movies. Yeah, TV right. shows from The Wire, watching The Wire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to mistake. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's good, for sure. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and then that... Uh, then the next day, uh, so it's a it's a three-story old, it's like 150-year-old house east of downtown Toronto. And it was about 6 a.m., you know, there's some light in the room. And I hear a bunch of banging and stuff going on downstairs. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I thought it was Danger Dave or someone like doing cleaning. I thought they were cleaning. Like, who the fuck is up at 6 a.m. cleaning the house, making all this noise? Like, everyone's trying to Dave, sleep. Danger Dave got into the, some of that crack maybe and he was... Uh, <laughs> Clean in the house. <laughs> Maybe. It was, and so I was like, I, I like gave it a few minutes. I'm like, you know what? This is still going on. And so I'm like, whatever. I'm putting on my underwear. I'm going to go check to see what's going on. 
So open the door, and then my daughter was standing at the top of the stairs, looking downstairs, which is to the front door, and some woman is in there throwing stuff around. No pants on, throwing stuff around. So I'm like, Sally, oh I go to your room. I went and I told my wife, and I went down there. So when my get, remember, this is 6 a.m. I'm tired. I don't know what the hell is going on. So I go down, I'm like, uh, who are you? What are you doing here? That sort of thing. And she just went into this whole thing about, oh, I'm the cleaning lady. We're cleaning for the party. This is how they want. I'm like, well, what cleaning person takes all the stuff out and throws it all over the floor? She's like, oh, that's how they wanted it. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, so, so, Where are your pants? <laughs> yeah, that, did, that question didn't even come up, but we found the pants later in the mess of all the stuff that oh, she's. Wow. Yeah, so this is in the Airbnb. So eventually Danger Dave comes down, gets her out of the house. I'm on the phone with the police, and she eventually leaves. Uh, Dave takes a picture of her. We're still trying to figure out what the hell is going on here. We eventually come across her pants. But keep in mind, like this Airbnb, is, this is a place actually where someone lived. So he was just, you know, renting it out. It doesn't seem like he rents, rents it out that often. And so just a bunch of his shit is all over the floors. All the stuff in the kitchen is basically out. I think this woman helped herself to some food uh, that we got. Like she was, she was everywhere. She was... She was in the house? Yeah, she was in the house. Oh, God. Yeah, so we found out later, I guess, this guy at the Airbnb hid, uh, always hid a key in one of the flower pots in the front. So this woman obviously found it, let herself in, and then just went to town, um, which was, you know, obviously frightening, kind of shook up the whole family. But eventually the police came. But her one uh, mistake, aside from whatever drug she was on uh, or, you know, whatever mental uh, illness she had, she took Danger Dave's glasses, his prescription glasses, and she ended up coming back. So she left. She said, oh, I'll come back in 30 minutes after Dave got rid of her. And the police finally came. We gave her a report. And then sure enough, as we're talking to the police, she comes walking back. She's on someone else's porch digging through a flower pot. And so Dave's like, that's her. And so sure enough, the police go over there, start talking to her. And then my father-in-law, Dave, is like, I think I saw her holding my glasses. Sure enough, those are his prescription glasses in her hand, and that's as soon as the police got her, because they really have nothing on her until it's like, oh, but did she steal anything? Did she steal anything? Did you, do you know if she took anything? We're like, we don't know. We're an Airbnb, not our place. Who knows if she took something? But she took Danger Dave's glasses, arrested her on the spot, threw in the car, and apparently she was doing it all up and down the neighborhood. She broke into a car. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, it was a wild you, few days. Was- I bet that is a wild story. That's nuts. She uh, she must have been coming down from the Beyonce concert. She just had a wild night, and <laughs> this was before Beyonce was in town. So. Oh. oh, okay, okay. She's excited for Beyonce. Yeah. Don't we keep your key in the flower pot? Yeah. So if you have an Airbnb <laughs> or now, yeah, don't put it under the mat. Don't put it in a flower pot because you never know. But uh, other than that, modern golf was awesome. I didn't get the chance to meet Stu because we had to rearrange our schedules a little bit. But uh, Modern Golf seems to be a pretty cool place, right in the heart of downtown, too, where they get a lot of the bankers. So apparently every week they have special events there, do long drive contests, whatever you want to do. They have Trackman set up in there and all the shafts, club heads, everything that you could uh, want and more. But yeah, happy to be back. Got some rest now. Clean my clothes and uh, hopefully I'm not scarred for life, or at least my daughter isn't scarred for life after a yeah. <laughs> little home invasion, as we call it. We said we were bringing the Winnipeg to Toronto. And then, oh, by the way, that, uh, that, that same day that the home invasion happened at the shopper's drug mart, where my wife and I walked, there was a murder, 
that happened just outside mm-hmm. there. And everyone said, oh, this is a great neighborhood. This never happens here. Guess what? All wow. this shit happened within a few days <laughs> of us being in Toronto. <laughs> awesome. Well, I look look forward to that going there uh, at the end of August. So yeah, we'll be there to... in a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, as well, you guys staying downtown or what? There. Yeah. yeah, we're downtown. Okay, well, that's good. So you won't have to hopefully rely too, too much on uh, Ubers and so on and so forth. Maybe you can take the TTC if there's a bunch of, you know, guys that won't be as scary or dangerous for you. Yeah. <laughs> You don't sound too optimistic. <laughs> I'm just going to walk around everywhere. I think yeah. I should be armed. If I'm I might there. get some uh, temporary tattoos for my neck. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Scare people off. <laughs> well, now you know. All right. Well, let's get into some golf talk. I kind of rambled on there a bit, but a lot went down. It's the Open Championship, the 151st Open Championship. So this is the original at least that we can see on paper, the original championship. It's been going on forever, and it's at Royal Liverpool. Great field. My second favorite major of them all. Masters is number one. And Rory coming off a Scottish Open win. In my eyes, he has to be the favorite going. You know how much the Open Championship means to him? you got to think that he's going to at least be up there toward the top of the leaderboard. Oh, yeah. Rory's got to be the favorite. Um it's, you know, it's, it's tough to win the open championship. It's tough to go back to back winning two weeks in a row, but, um, man, it's, it just looks like everything is lining up for Rory to win it. Um, just hammering the ball and, and, you know, he's a, he's an Irishman or a Northern Irishman, mm-hmm. as we know. And, uh, <laughs> these guys, they know how to play, uh, the Lynx golf. He just, he's got a knack for it and, We'll see what happens with the weather. Um, that's going to play a big, big factor. If we get big wins or not, can really change what we see at these open championships. But uh, yeah, I love, love Rory's game going into it this week. Yeah. He seems to be handling the, the weather. Well, I saw his 200 yard approach into like 30 mile per hour gusts. Yeah. With a two yeah, iron so he- just cut into the teeth of the wind. Yeah. And, you know, and just kept it low and just stung it right in there and got it where it needed to be. And also, you know, when he was playing with the wind, he had the longest drive of his career this week. I think it was 428 yards. <laughs> just, just, it's just nuts. Even with the wind behind you, like, man, he just hammers the ball and he just keeps getting better. It seems like. And those fairways run out so much, you know, it seems like they're, they're hard and, and uh, well, whatever it is, they, they the ball just runs. Yeah, I know uh, when they've played here before, it's been pretty dry and dusty, and it definitely gets rolling. Um, maybe less so this this time. Uh, I saw it, you know, and I saw fly over, and it was looking pretty green. But sometimes, sometimes it's just the camera showing that. Uh, so we'll see how that ends up uh, playing out. But yeah, it should be a lot of challenges here with that. I mean, even a lot of the greens. They'll, they'll roll you right off and into a one of those deep pop bunkers that they've got around and that's where the trouble is going to be for sure yeah well that, that's always a fun thing too about the link style golf is the bunkers usually the, the hot topic of conversation same thing happened at the scottish open uh, this past weekend so yeah it's a, it's exciting golf it's where golf started and there always seems to be a, an interesting uh, winner that comes of it last year cam smith Taking yep. it home at St. Andrews for the 150th with all the kind of surroundings of live golf and whether or not he was going to go or who was going to end up defecting after the Open Championship. 
And now that stuff seems to kind of blown over, but uh, he's got to be a guy. I think he's won recently on Live, so he's probably coming yeah. into this weekend pretty hot too. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's definitely up there with all the favorites. I mean when we talk about kind of the top guys, you know Rory, Scheffler, Rom, and and Cam Smith is right up there. And I mean we probably talk about Kepka as well, just because he's so good at the majors, and you know he's going to show up. But uh, Cam Smith definitely uh, one of the favorites. Shane Lowry. I know Mike always likes that pick. He was playing okay at the Scottish Open. But uh, some of those, you know, again, like you said, Walker, it's a link style golf. These guys know how to play in it. They grew up on it. So they're the ones that, you know what, if they're throwing out their pretty, maybe a long shot number, they're not too bad guys to roll the dice on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it, it's... It's hard for me to pick anyone other than, you know, the kind of the European guys. Like, I love Tommy Fleetwood this week, too, even though, you know, he's still never won on the PGA Tour, but it seems like he plays great every week, and he played great again in the Scottish Open. So I would love to see Tommy um, finally pick up that win, and the Open Championship nowhere better. Um, Another guy, you know, Tyrrell Hatton. Again, another guy that's playing really well, Englishman. yeah, they've just, they just, they got a feel for it and they demonstrate it all the time. Like every time we come back to these open championships, those you seem to see some of these guys at the top of the board. They just get it. Shane Lowry is one of them. He won in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't forget about Shane. Did you have him on your board there, Mike? Yeah, I, I went uh, with Shane, the bog jumper from, from South Ireland. Um, uh, yeah, I put money on Hatton. Uh, he was paying out pretty decent. Uh, and then obviously you got to go with big dick Rick. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, just keeps on getting yeah. bigger. Yeah. He won at the uh, rocket mortgage there, obviously T five at the U S open, but I think he, he, he obviously led, led for three days there. And then unfortunately yeah. day four, uh, couldn't, couldn't close it out, but, uh, he did, uh, Fowler finished T two at Royal Liverpool in 2014. Yeah, that's right. Behind Rory. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, so, uh, you know, and Ricky's just been playing good, and it's not like it's just been a blip. Like, it's every week. It seems like Fowler's uh, been up top of the, near the top of the leaderboard. So Fowler's a great pick for sure. Everyone would love to see him win a major. Yeah, and even him and uh, JT and Jordan Spieth looking good at Wimbledon. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that flipped where it was always JT Spieth. Anytime we were mentioning, you know, majors or, you know, recording this show, we would always mm-hmm. have them on our boards. But now, you know, Ricky's he's kind of the guy out of that trio. Yeah, right. Well, right now it, it seems that way. Spieth is always, uh, da- you know, he's always dangerous. He could win at any time. But JT has been. You know, he's kind of hit a rough stretch here and he's down. I was looking at the odds. I saw him, he was between 50 and 60 to one, which really is not the territory. You usually see JT. He was sitting down there with, uh, I think Bryson was in the same territory. So that's where they're, <laughs> they're, they're, I guess, on the same level right now, which uh, I don't know. Thomas might not feel great about that. But although DeChambeau, you never know with him. He, yeah, the absolutely. Majors, right? he's, he's in the mix. Yeah. He's well, even. Tour briefly mentioned him before the u.s open and he's actually been playing pretty good as well so like i don't know anyone that can really like drive the ball and play a good t degree t to green game uh we'll see what the wind is like but i from the look of the course like the front nine these guys i think they're gonna they're gonna be able to go low um because there's not a whole lot of danger there 
a little bit of danger comes later. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen anything, the 17th hole, it's kind of an uphill par three and just runs off in every direction into bunkers and sand dunes and basically danger all around if you don't, you know, place it up onto that green right away. So um, that should be an interesting hole, and 18 is also a tough one. But, uh, yeah, I, I see it, the opportunity for some of these guys, especially the big hitters, to go low. I watched a, a great segment on Royal Liverpool with uh, uh, on the road with uh, Iona. She's like the the English uh, gal who's uh, who's great, and it's always great listening to her talk. But she played the full course with a, maybe the super there or something. But they, I guess hole 17, they totally turned it around. Like yeah, this, it's like a new hole. It's a they, yeah, they, yeah. Where the tee box is is now where like the green is, and uh, it's kind of hitting into, I guess they call it an estuary. Um, yeah, I called it the ocean, but uh, it's actually called an estuary. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if like you said, if the wind is, uh, if it's howling uh, off the estuary, then uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, looking at the, the oh yeah. Looking at the weather, it's averaging 21 to 25 kilometers an hour uh, for Thursday through Sunday, but that can that can obviously change. We gotta turn it up. We wanna <laughs> turn it up and see some uh, see some trouble out there. Nobody That's wants right. everybody going, you know, minus 15 or anything like no. that. Let's see. Uh, get, let's see uh, some danger out there. Get harp harp on the job and get the weather manipulation That's systems going. The wind machine get the uh, get the Saudis to uh, I'm sure they could create so pay the money to create some sort of thing to uh, make some wind for us. <laughs> yeah, and then it, uh, looking also at the weather, it's going to be wet. It's gonna be a wet one. Is is what it's looking like. Lots of precipitation. Uh, it's like the seven days report is just all rain. But uh, nice. It's a little bit we'll warmer see. than usual though. I guess it might feel yeah. a little bit cooler there along the, the coastlines, the estuary mm-hmm. line. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll make things interesting for sure. Uh, I don't know. We'll see who's well, got to look up who plays well in the rain. I don't have the stats <laughs> on that one. Mm, I do. <laughs> you should be out there Al, playing, Mike. Al McClain, not so much. but uh, He's a whiner, though. He's a whiner. Well, I don't think we've got to say that. He's, he'll, he'll toast us on the Poor course. Al. He'll toast yeah, us on the day. There was one day we were out there and it was very cold and uh, the weather got the best of him. But uh, anyways. Oh, well, yeah. See, look, if it's cold and, and rainy, yeah, I, I get that. But these guys, uh, yeah. I mean, this is what they do for a living, right? They, they play golf for a living. They should be able to handle it all. And uh, it seems like, yeah, the European guys, they got a lot because, like I mentioned before, it's what they grew up on. Did um, Fleetwood cut his hair? Yeah, or no? Did he cut his hair? He always had that flow. And uh, I, I can't bet on him if he has the long hair. <laughs> yeah, you don't like the long hair look for these guys? Damn hippies. Um, the other guy I put money on was uh, Shoffley, who you, uh, AJ always, AWOC always, uh, you're always mentioning him. He, he's always up there. Yeah, he's always at the top of the board, just kind of, he's just outside that kind of elite tier with the other guys, but he plays well every every week. Uh, definitely, he, I don't think he has a major on the resume, but could at any time break through. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to jump into uh, maybe some long shots unless you had uh, someone else there maybe at the top of the board that you were thinking of. Uh, the only other guy I like kind of near the top is Colin Morikawa. Uh, we know he, he's won the Open before, and uh, he came close. Actually, he was in a playoff with Ricky Fowler for the Rocket Mortgage. So Morikawa's playing well. Um, another guy that's just, you know, great off the tee and awesome irons. Um, so if he's, you know, a guy with great irons can really help you here because he'll put you in a good position on the green because some of these greens got uh, you know, a little different tiers and you want to land it in the right place or else you're going to roll off or, or give yourself an impossible putt. So uh, Colin Morikawa could be kind of a sneaky pick. He's, he's fallen out of the top tier, but he's still um, definitely uh, capable of winning a major. Yeah, he's one guy that I had. my And you know what? His odds, had him on the board, his odds uh, are you know a little bit more of they had the longer shot. When it comes to some of the favorites, so he could be uh, paying out a little bit more if you. Yeah, you he's down kind in. of in, yeah, kind of in like the thirties range, and that's that's kind of nice. We see winners come out of that range a lot, so uh, that that's somewhere definitely possible. If you already uh, having having pools and you see more a cow in there, maybe you wouldn't be a bad pick if you're putting your yeah. team together for the Open Championship. All right, let's get into the long shots. Uh, kind of mentioned, you know, Shane Lowry. Maybe, you know, Tommy Fleetwood, you can throw him in that territory uh, as well. And potentially it was Wyndham Clark. Would you even call him a long shot? Because he played at the Genesis. He's obviously uh, having a pretty good year, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, he's still, I don't know if you'd call him a long shot at this point, just because, you know, he's got the couple wins on his resume and a, and a major now. But um, I don't know if you think that automatically makes him a favorite. But, um, yeah, he's, he's another guy that's kind of in that mid-range, definitely getting a lot more respect now, obviously, after winning the U.S. Open. Um, but th- there are some good numbers, you know, down around that 100-1 to 1 or 90-1, to 1, like Corey Connors. We talk about him every single time we do these because um, – I don't know. We all we all want to see Corey Connors win, and he's capable of winning a major with that great tee to green game. Um, Jason Day, another guy who's playing well all season. He got his uh, first win in several years earlier this season. He hasn't really done a lot since uh, since then. I think that was at the Byron Nelson. But uh, you know, he could say you could say he could be a, a long shot to win this thing as well. Um, there are a few, definitely a lot of like good names that are paying out well, like Keegan Bradley, another former winner, uh, Louis Oosthuizen, live guy. We don't talk about Louis too much anymore, but seems to always play well at the Open. He's got to win there as well. So, um, yeah, we can look at that one. I'll bet Louis to come in second place. Yeah, Louis loves <laughs> the second place finish. He's got more runner-ups on the resume than anyone. He probably has better odds for runner-up than he does for winning it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Or, so, yeah, I guess, yeah, uh, lower odds. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, that's kind of it, who, who all I had kind of for, for my long shots, but you brought brought up Corey Connors, and then the only other Canadian I saw on the field was Mackenzie Hughes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, know, you probably wouldn't be betting on Mackenzie Hughes to win this thing. That'd be a bit of a stretch, I think, but... Um, uh, obviously super talented, great with the putter, one of the best on tour. So uh, when he gets hot, he can he can make a difference. Um, even when you go like really low, like Nick Taylor, I saw was playing like 350 to one. And it's like, come on, he just won the won the Canadian Open. Why can't he win the, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> win the British one now? <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it, yeah that's, think, it, that's the other Canadian that's out there. I think he was top 20 in the Scottish Open. Uh, yeah, yeah, he played well. 
Yeah, he absolutely was on the board. Uh, what was the one? Another guy I was looking at, uh, Matt Wallace. He's another Englishman, and he's he's way down the board, paying like five hundred to one. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, you're just lucky. You see, look down the board if you see that English flag or the Scottish flag. Just put some money on those guys. Uh, you know, maybe maybe they want to win. Robert McIntyre, right. he uh, kind of just <laughs> lost, you know, it, feel bad for him. He had minus 14. He had uh, the rest of the fuels at minus 10, but he's just got Rory comes flying in with two birdies to end it and ends with a minus 15 to take the Scottish Open from Robbie McIntyre. So I don't know, maybe he'll be on the revenge tour and try to win the Open. <laughs> well, he's obviously feeling good coming into this weekend. Yeah. I guess if I got, losing, uh, losing, you can still feel good, but he's, I guess, confident yeah. maybe is more. Bit, of a bit of an emotional for. letdown yeah. for sure, but, you know, he knows the game's in the right place. So if you're, you're mentally strong, maybe that would, uh, you know, give you an, an advantage. I got uh, three players have won their third Open Championship at the Royal Liverpool. Bobby Jones, Peter Thompson, and Tiger Woods have completed their hat tricks at Hoya Lake. River uh, Royal Liverpool Hoy Lake is the uh, the town there. So I looked it up, and uh, Padraig Harrington has two championships. So maybe he can complete the hat trick. Yeah, he was up there early in the Scottish Open. I think he tied. Uh, he was like in the forties or fifties where he ended up. But uh, old Paddy, he can yeah. maybe he'll come through. Well, he's the captain of the European uh, Ryder Cup team coming up. So, uh, and also has actually in the last few years has a lot of like great finishes at majors. Like he's, somehow he's still playing quite well. Uh, I think he had, I'm pretty sure he had a top five fair at the PGA championship a couple of years ago. So yeah, he can still play. It'd be a, a shocker for him to win, but you know, we saw Phil win the PGA. So why not? Uh, why not Patty? Yeah. Was it uh, Patty? He has the ice cream machine in his kitchen. Is that right? That was from uh, Emerald, the Emerald Isle. Uh, oh, right. Um, yeah, from Jer Ryan, who uh, caddied for him once. Yeah. I think it was uh, the Pro-Am or something. Yeah, ice cream in his kitchen. <laughs> Soft serve ice cream in the kitchen. That's, that's, that's living. Yeah, that's living, man. Hey, Patty does mm-hmm. some great tutorials too. Some uh, golf lessons online there on your social media is a good follow. Teaches wow. you how to play okay. the game. Yeah, if you you know want to throw another another uh, tutorial video in there on top of your YouTube <laughs> videos, there, Mike Patty Arrington might be a guy to follow. <laughs> I'll have to look at that. Yeah, it's pretty well uh, my uh, YouTube watch schedule as far as golf videos is pretty packed right now. I usually putting a good three hours a day watching YouTube <laughs> videos on golf swings. <laughs> Visualize an attack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, there's also the, the last little tidbit I had was uh, there's a few famous people from uh, Hoy Lake there. Uh, Cliff Williams, who I had no idea who he was, but he was the bassist for ACDC. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice one. Boom. And then uh, Daniel Craig. 
No way. Yeah. Wow. That's great. He grew up in Hoya Lake. Uh, yeah. Certainly in my top three all time James Bond actors. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> James Bond actor. Casino Royale. That's top mm-hmm. uh, near the top of my list for James Bond movies. Yeah. I saw, he was at uh, Wimbledon. So uh, among all the celebrities and other athletes yeah. there. What a stud. Yeah. Huge stud. <laughs> so maybe we'll see him. At uh, Royal Liverpool. That's surprising. I think Hoylake is a pretty small place. Like, I don't know how many people really call Hoylake home. No, no. Just just him and uh, the bassist. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and uh, John John Lennon's first wife is apparently also from there. But uh, oh. that was, she didn't really make the list uh, on my list. No. She was on a list. Anyways, didn't know her personally. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Did you and have any actually, other tidbits there, Mike? Why do you ask? <laughs> uh, well, AWOC, you must be going out there. You must be flying out pretty soon. But I saw there was uh, still a lot of Airbnbs available in, in the area for not too bad of a price. So for about $1,000 a, a night, we can we could rent a whole house that is walkable to the course. So we oh, can, uh, maybe we'll go with AWOC. Well, yeah, fly the whole pod out there and we'll go. We'll do a live hit. We'll go yeah. to the Airbnb and we'll we'll make sure there's no keys yeah. in the flower pots. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably safer over there, but who knows? Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. That, that's always on the, the item list now if, you're, if I'm renting a, or going through Airbnb is to message the host. Like, do you have any mm-hmm. hidden keys anywhere? Because if you do, get yeah. rid of them immediately. I don't yeah. care how how friendly your neighborhood or how good your neighborhood is. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll uh, maybe we have, the investments have been great with Bryce recently. So I'll, I'll have to, maybe I'll sell some of that stock and, and we'll buy uh, the, th- the four of us tickets out to, to Royal Liverpool. Well, with the live and PGA kind of coming to an agreement, once I iron that out, maybe we can get on one of those private jets, get on the PJ. Yeah. The Saudis yeah. and they can fly us out there. Hopefully, hopefully, and hopefully we can bring our ladders too. <laughs> right? Yeah, they don't. They don't like their ladders at the live. I wonder with this, with the merger, if they're going to, uh, you know, if they'll get rid of the ladder rule. The no ladders on the course rule. I don't know. <laughs> well, no ladders, no TLC matches. That's for sure. Live golf. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, walk. Any update on the on the live uh, stuff? I know they got lots of go lots of going ons. Uh, with them not really any update like nobody really seems to know what's going to happen i can't i feel like they kind of made that announcement of the potential merger without knowing anything because they're afraid it was going to get leaked out yeah and there's still like so many details to iron out and no mm-hmm. one really seems to know what's going to happen yeah sounds like the shark is out uh greg norman yeah it sounds, sounds like greg's out probably just kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. cool he changed, cool. He changed all the right. game and then he's out. But yeah, if you have no other names on yep. your list, I got nothing on, on my list. But uh, I did want to give a shout out. You mentioned him, Mike, to Bryce Malachewski. He's an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. We also have all of his info in our link tree. Just go to our social media pages. Click on our bio, and it's right in there. That's the link. Take you to our link tree so you can find out where to find us on your favorite podcast platform, as well as some fun little links in there as well. 
but it should be an incredible week of golf. Uh, the Open Championship, last major. It's going to be exciting. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll come down to the wire again, but uh, nonetheless, hoping for some good golf. Doesn't really matter who wins to me, as long as I make mm-hmm. some money and everyone else is happy. Although, I don't know if everyone's going to be happy about that. But uh, thanks for uh, popping in again, guys. And we'll talk to you next season, AWOC. Well, maybe we'll bring you in a little bit before that. But yeah, last one. Last one of the year. So thanks for coming on again for uh, all four of these majors. I'm sure you've made some money. And hopefully you listening made some money too. But anyways, that's I it. I hope so. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And, I, you know, uh, hopefully we can uh, sign it. A walk back on for uh, for next season. I know we've already been in some talks with his agent. Uh, he's he's asking for a few more things this year or next oh, season. Right. Oh, right. Hitting the big money, hitting the big money win. I mean, <laughs> that's, like, you got to pay now. He wanted, he wanted some 18 over par branded socks. And, uh, <laughs> big so, sock guy. I didn't know you wore socks. Yeah. Thousand thread count. Yeah. <laughs> got to keep those dogs in good shape. All right. Well, thanks again, guys. It was a great season. Hopefully, uh, we picked. Uh, hopefully, we picked a winner in this one. And uh, you guys have yourself a, a great night. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot.